The Defense Department is constantly looking for ways to improve its cybersecurity. DOD cyber people have long known that vulnerabilities in their contractors' IT systems add up to a serious Achilles heel. But they say they're taking a fresh look at how contractual relationships deal with cybersecurity and how DOD might be able to help its vendors up their game. As Federal News Network's Jared Serbu reports, there's a particular focus on small suppliers. The department is re-examining the issue of contractor cybersecurity for several reasons. For one, Congress has ordered it to do more to help the small businesses and universities it works with. For another, DOD has understood for a long time that contractor systems are one of its weakest points for the theft of information, especially sensitive but unclassified data. Dana Deasy, the DOD Chief Information Officer, told the Senate Armed Services Committee the work is being led by a new Pentagon task force. Defending our networks extend all the way out to our contractor networks. You could argue they're just an extension of what we do. We pass classified data. They do things on behalf of us. So there's no doubt when you look at the first tier and the second tier and you think about exfiltrations and the problems that have occurred, we have to treat our subcontracting base the same way that we think about defending our own networks. Now to that end, we get some help. There is standards that our defense contractors are obligated to follow. It's the NIST standard. It's the same one the Department of Defense follows. We have recently stood up, and you've probably heard the uh, Deputy Secretary stood up a task force. I had made a recommendation that we need to look at holistically from the day we awarded a contract to the moment we have an exfil or a spill occurred, and how we then handle that needs to be rethought through. And so right now there is a task force that is stepping through the entire way that we handle our contractual relationships, our notification of problems, our forensics when we do have a problem to approve upon that. At the end of 2017, the department implemented a new contracting rule that required its vendors to meet the security controls in the National Institute of Standards and Technologies Special Publication 800-171. The new rules also apply to subcontractors if they're handling covered defense information as part of the work. But as of now, the rule only requires contractors to self-certify that they're in compliance. The department itself does not weigh in on whether or not they've met the standards or interpreted them correctly. DZ says that may be about to change. We are now looking at um, a new process uh, that ANS is leading where they go through and they evaluate that self-assessment, they put a confidence score against that, and then what they're now looking at is how do we go out and have a closed-loop system where we can go out and validate what it is that they self-assessed against. Now, of course, this is a massively large supply base, so there's discussions right now on what is the right approach on doing that, given that trying to get to every single member of that supply base might be overly challenged? And so how do you sample and how do you do this in a way where you can start to get confidence that as you move down those tiers? Beyond the notion of choosing a sample of companies the department might examine to develop those confidence scores, DZ says DOD is also considering the idea of designating third-party firms to handle those assessments. I do come from private industry, and this problem for large companies' private industry is no different, i.e. they don't have the capability to evaluate every one of their supply chain vendors. Uh, so what has happened in private industry, which is what we are now looking at for the DOD, is actually a process of identifying, possibly even certifying companies that can play the role, that can follow the NIST standard, and actually go in and look at a second, third tier supply. Are you taking invitations for that now? No, we are just in the early discussions of how we would okay. might, might do that. As I said, uh, ANS is the lead for this. 
Um, I've been advising them on how this has been done elsewhere. Another option, the department also aspires to eventually use its still nascent artificial intelligence capabilities to help spot cyber weaknesses within its industrial base. There is definitely going to be value in looking at how do you take the entire supply base, the NIST standards, the hygiene problems we see, and can you apply AI to this problem to start to identify where you may most likely are going to experience problems inside your supply chain. We are just literally just in discussions. I do not want to suggest that we have an active program underway, but I would suggest that this is a good case where we can apply machine learning to looking at this problem. There is also congressional interest in figuring out ways to put lower-tier defense suppliers on a stronger cyber footing. As part of the 2019 National Defense Authorization Act, lawmakers ordered the department to take steps to improve awareness of cyber threats among the critical universities and small and medium-sized businesses in its supply chain. Specifically, the NDAA told the Pentagon to help those organizations conduct self-assessments of their network's security posture, give them technology and threat information to help them defend themselves against attack, and certify some members of DOD's own acquisition workforce to help small businesses plan their cyber defenses. DZ says the department is still in the early stages of implementing those steps. We definitely need to help figure out how we're going to handle small businesses. Um, if you look at what it takes today to do good cyber hygienes, to stay ahead of the adversary, we know many of the second and third or fourth tier supply base simply doesn't have the wherewithal to do that. Uh, we have some thoughts underway about how we can bring them into, whether it's a cloud or an extension of our network, and we can fortify them with services that we provide. Uh, we are in the very early days of that, but you should know that we're in active conversations of how to do that. Jared Serbu, Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. Helping your employees learn new cloud skills helps your business become more agile, more resilient, and more secure. Not helping employees learn new cloud skills causes your business to become less agile, less resilient, less secure, less innovative, less profitable, and well, ultimately less of a business. Don't become less of a business. Try Pluralsight and get your employees everything they need to learn new cloud skills. Learn more at pluralsight.com vision.